Excellent. <laughs> the priests and the captain of the temple guard and the Sadducees came up to Peter and John while they were speaking to the people. They were greatly disturbed because the apostles were teaching the people, proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection of the dead. They seized Peter and John, and because it was evening, they put them in jail until the next day. But many who heard the message believed, so the number of men who believed grew to about 5,000. The next day, the rulers, the elders, and the teachers of the law met in Jerusalem. Annas, the high priest, was there, and so were Caiaphas, John, Alexander, and others of the high priest's family. They had Peter and John brought before them and began to question them. By what power or what name did you do this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, rulers and elders of the people, if we are being called to account today for an act of kindness shown to a man who was lame and are being asked how he was healed, then know this, you and all the people of Israel, it is by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead, that this man stands before you healed. Jesus is the stone you builders rejected, which has become the cornerstone. Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. When they saw the courage of Peter and John and realised that they were unschooled, ordinary men, they were astonished and they took note that these men had been with Jesus. But since they could see the man who had been healed standing there with them, there was nothing they could say. So they ordered them to withdraw from the Sanhedrin and then conferred together. What are we going to do with these men? They asked. Everyone living in Jerusalem knows that they have performed a notable sign and we cannot deny it. But to stop this thing from spreading any further among the people, we must warn them to speak no longer to anyone in this name. Then they called them in again and commanded them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John replied, hmm, which is right in God's eyes, to listen to you or to him? You be the judges. As for us, we cannot help speaking about what we have seen and heard. After further threats, they let them go. They could not decide how to punish them because all the people were praising God for what had happened. For the man who was miraculously healed was over 40 years old. On their release, Peter and John went back to their own people and reported all that the chief priests and the elders had said to them. When they heard this, they raised their voices together in prayer to God. Sovereign Lord, they said, you made the heavens and the earth and the sea and everything in them. You spoke by the Holy Spirit through the mouth of your servant, our father David. Why did the nations rage and the people's plot in vain? The kings of the earth rise up and the rulers band together against the Lord and against his anointed one. Indeed, Herod and Pontius Pilate met together with the Gentiles and the people of Israel in this city to conspire against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed. They did what your power and will had decided beforehand should happen. Now, Lord, consider their threats and enable your servants to speak your word with great boldness. 
stretch out your hand to heal and perform signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. After they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Hey, thanks, Karen. Thanks so much for reading that for us. And good morning, everybody. Uh, my name is Graham. Uh, I've been here before sometimes, but normally I go to the Parkville uh, service. So greetings from St. Jude's in Parkville, uh, just across the way. But it's great to be with you this morning, particularly for this uh, all-age service as we think through this passage from Acts 4. Can you imagine being Peter or John? I can you imagine what that would have been like? You know, one day you're out there, you're doing your preaching, you're doing your healing, talking about Jesus, and then you just get thrown into prison. And then, uh, the, like the government, the authorities tell you, stop talking about Jesus, but you decide, I'm going to keep doing that anyway. What would that have been like? Like if you were Peter or John, what would you have done? What would you have felt? Or what about if you were one of the other Christians? You know, you come back and, and you've heard that your leaders have been thrown into jail, doing things that are getting them in trouble, probably going to get you in trouble as well. And then they come together and they, and, they, and they pray. They pray that they would be bold. God makes them bold. What would that have been like? Can you imagine being them, being there? What would you have done if you were them? You know, we know that the Bible tells us about other people, about the first Christians. But you know, the Bible is not just their story. It can also be our story. Because we can take the things that they said and did and believed and, and where well, we can say and do and believe the, the same sorts of things. And, and so this story can become our story and that's what we're going to do in this service uh, together in the rest of our time together we want to think through uh, key parts of this story and how that could be our story and I've brought three props along with me uh, to uh, help remind us I have uh, an old broken but let's imagine that it works a, a bike chain got a bike chain I've got a, a telephone and I have a battery these three things, I think, are about the key parts of, uh, of this passage from Acts 4. Uh, the first, the bike chain. Well, the bike chain reminds me that we shouldn't be surprised at the opposition that we might face for being Christian. Right? I can take my bike chain, I can lock up my bike, I can thank God that I've never been chained up for being a Christian, but I remember that lots of Christians have, like the people in the beginning of Acts. You know, this story is so helpful for us because it reminds us that, you know, when you do face opposition, when we try and tell people about Jesus and, and, and other people respond to us badly, then that doesn't necessarily mean that we've done something wrong. Like you might have. <laughs> okay, the Bible doesn't say you can be rude and mean to other people. Okay. But like this passage, it reminds us that, well, the... The, the first Christians, they, they faced opposition for t talking about Jesus. Jesus himself, of course, faced opposition for the things that he said and did. And all throughout the Bible, there is that reminder that as God's people live for God and his kingdom, they'll face opposition 
for the things that they experience, the things that they do. So I wonder what makes it difficult for you What sort of opposition do we face as you talk to Jesus with your friends at school or at work or in your neighborhood? We don't get thrown in prison, but we still face opposition. Later in the service, we're going to talk with one another about the sorts of things that that we might each face in our own Locations and, and it's good for us to be able to do that together when we're in this all-age service because, you know, kids, like adults, have difficulty talking about Jesus as well. Not everything goes well uh, for adults. And adults, it's worth remembering that our children, well, they also want to tell their own friends about Jesus. They also face opposition, not the same opposition, But we're all living the same story. We're going to talk a bit uh, later. We're going to remember the bike chain and think about uh, how we face opposition as we follow Jesus. But then there's also a telephone. Uh, The telephone is the second part of the thing I really love about this passage. And it reminds me of the power of prayer. And that, of course, what the phone is for. I mean, not literally. You can't literally ring God. But, uh, but we can speak to God whenever we want. The same way that you speak to your friends, we speak to God. And that's what the first Christians did. As they gathered together, after Peter and John had been released from prison, they got together and they prayed. It's such an amazing story. They pray for boldness. And two verses later, God has answered their prayer. Verse 31 says that they were filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly. And so later in the service, we're going to do that as well. We're going to pray together. We're going to pray for one another. And so I wonder, what is it that you want to ask God for help with. When it comes to talking to other people about Jesus, what do you need to ask of God? These first disciples, they needed boldness, and so they asked God for boldness, and with the filling of the Spirit, they were given boldness. But what about you? Maybe you also need boldness. But maybe you need greater understanding Well, ask God for understanding. Maybe you need opportunities. Maybe you need wisdom. Maybe you need gentleness. What is it that you need to ask God? Let's ask God together. Let's pray. Let's pray with the same confidence that they had when they prayed. And we're going to do that later in the service. Not just for ourselves, but we're also going to pray for our mission partners uh, overseas. You know, a friend of mine, uh, uh, she told me the other day that 10 years ago, she realized that she was not a great evangelist. So you know what she prayed? She said, God, please give me the gift of evangelism. It's a great prayer. 10 years ago, she prayed that prayer. Now, you can hardly stop her (laughs) as she tells other people about Jesus. What do you need to pray? God answered the disciples' prayer. God answered my friend's prayer. God will answer our prayers as well. So what do you want to ask God today? So we've got the bike lock. 
reminds us that we may well face opposition for being Christian. We've got the telephone to remind us that we can uh, speak to God whenever we want and ask him for the things that we need. And finally, there is a battery. Because a battery is what makes things go. You know when you get one of those battery-powered toys for Christmas and you open it up and it says, batteries not included. And it's like the biggest letdown ever. Because like without the battery, like nothing happens. You know, in the middle of this passage, the third reason I love this passage is because in the middle of it, there is a gift, there is an idea that is like a battery that makes all the rest of it work. What is it? What is it that means that makes Christians want to tell other people about Jesus? What is it that makes Jesus so important that we would want other people to know about him? And the answer, the battery that makes this story go, it's in verse 12. Verse 12 says, salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved the battery that makes it go. Another version of the Bible says it like this, only Jesus has the power to save. His name is the only one in all the world that can save anyone. And so I wonder, do you believe that? Do you believe what those disciples believed? That salvation is here and salvation is only here through the name of Jesus. Because let me tell you, if you don't yet believe that, you know, everything else that we do as Christians, it's not really going to make a whole lot of sense. If, if, you, if you are not sure about that, that idea that salvation is here and salvation is here only in Jesus, then you're in the right place. Make sure that you find someone that you can talk to today that's going to help you come to understand more about what that means. Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. They're the three things that we're going to do today. A bike chain. We're going to think about the opposition that we and others face when it comes to living for Jesus. Our telephone so that we can remember that we can always speak to God whenever we want to and ask him for the things that we need. And the battery that makes it all go, this central idea that there is salvation and there is salvation in Jesus. Well, we're going to uh, spend a bit of time just in small groups, maybe two or three people talking together about how, how we might share Jesus uh, with our friends, some ideas that we might have about how, how, talking how we might How we might share Jesus with our friends? Melvis. Hey. So good to see you. Thanks for dropping by. Hey, Graham. Great to see you. Great to see you too, buddy. Hey, we, we were just about to talk with one another. We were going to share some ideas that we have about how we can talk to Jesus about our oh, friends. Oh, uh, ideas. No, talk to Jesus about our friends. Well, we do that as well. Yeah. Talk yeah. with our friends about Jesus. I understood. Hey, you're, you're looking for ways. I got ways that you can, you can talk to your friends about Jesus. Excellent. Here, let, let me share my ideas. These things will... Blow your mind. <laughs> I, I'm guessing that you're going to share your ideas whether we like it or not. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay. The first yeah. way, oh, this is a doozy. It, it works with 
Complete strangers. Complete strangers. So say you're just walking along the street, we haven't met, and I'll be facing this way, and you come up and tap me on the, tap me on the hand or something, something that I feel. <laughs> I, okay, I can do that. Here we go. Have you been saved by the blood of the Lamb? Have you been washed and washed your crimson garments in the pure righteous and the whitest snow? Are you sanctified? Are you redeemified? Are you purified and set aside by the incarnate Son of the Almighty? I can see a God-shaped hole in your soul. Fellas, fellas, okay, okay. Man, like, like that's intense. Oh, yeah. I woke up a sweat every time. <laughs> I mean, look, the problem is, Melvis, I think, I think you're going to turn people off. If what? you start like that, that's going to... It's, it's bold. I'm being like this disciples. Bold. Okay, okay, I get it. Like, bold, bold is good, but, but we don't need to be overpowering... Or, or weird. Okay. So you want less overpowering? Less overpowering. Okay, I got that. How about this? I personalize a song for them. Given I'm the king of rock and roll. As you are. You know Amazing Grace? Of course I know Amazing Grace. Everyone knows Amazing Grace. Well, I make it personal. I change the words a bit. See if you can pick it up. <clears throat> Let me... <clears throat> I love that you've just got a microphone on hand. Everywhere. Uh, everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> you should try it. I should. You ready? Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like Graham. <laughs> Melvis, okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. Um, you're all weak. Look, I, 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 I like what you're trying to do there. It's, it's, it's maybe a little less overpowering, mm-hmm. although maybe not much. Um, mm-hmm. It is still a bit weird. Singing to someone, it, it's, it, it's weird. Still no good, huh? Not great. Ow! Still no good? You are a hard one to please. Isn't it your day job to know stuff like this already? <laughs> Man, this is hard. You know, I just wanna, I just wanted my friends to know about Jesus. Well, well that, I mean, that's, that's great, Melvis. What is it about Jesus that, that you love, that you would like your friends to know about? Well, Jesus is my best friend, you know? So if I've had a bad day, I can talk to Jesus, and I know that he loves me. Melvis, Melvis, that's great. Like, wh- why don't you just say that to your, to your friends? No, no need to the sing di- and the big words and stuff. It doesn't sound very religious, though. Well, Melvis, it doesn't... We don't need to be religious. We, we just need to be real. You know, sometimes I think we can overcomplicate all this. Like, you love Jesus, I love Jesus, and, and we just want our friends to know the things that we love about Jesus. Well, you could do that? Well, okay. I guess, being real, huh? Hmm, yeah, I could do real. Yeah, just, just be real and chill. Yeah. And then, I finish it off with the word of God and smack him between the ears with some old-timey gospel. 
Yeah, that'll do it. Okay. Um, well, look, if we, if we change smack them between the ears with help them understand, oh. then, then maybe we're on the right track. Okay. All right. All righty. All righty. So, uh, well, where do we go from there? Let me, um, hey, let me get my Bible. I, 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 let, just let me. Good, good. <laughs> Microphone and Bible on hand. Two good lessons for life, children. Children. <laughs> I carry it with me everywhere. Excellent. Good to know. Uh, well, look, how about... You should try it. <laughs> I should try it. Um, uh, how about we start with the, um, with the memory verse, the memory, memory verse. verse that we looked at today. The memory verse. Yep. Great idea. Great idea. Yeah, the memory verse. Well, it was, it was definitely a verse. Ugh. Not so sure about the membering bit, but uh, <laughs> yeah, look, uh, how about... Uh, yeah, it's coming back to me. Acts, Acts... That's after Genesis, right? That's right. Um, Acts, yep. Acts, um, chapter, well, Acts chapter 4. Chapter 4. Verse. Verse. Nope, I'm nowhere near it. Hey, um, maybe you could get the boys and girls to help. Are there any boys and girls can help? Does anybody remember the memory verse? Acts chapter 4, verse 12. I'll give you a hint. The first word starts with S. It rhymes with alvation. <laughs> salvation. Ready? Salvation is found in no other else for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. Acts 4 verse 12. Excellent. That's great. Well, great. Well, yep, not so good at the remembering bit just yet. But, well, look, uh, Melvis, maybe you should put a bookmark in your Bible and then you could read that over and over and that might help you remember. Well, that's actually a good idea. That is really a good idea. idea. Well, remembering would be a really good thing. You know, hey, how about I go and do that now? How about you go do that now, Melvis? You do that, we're going to talk about what I was trying to do before. Well, not interrupted. It's always, it's always lovely to have you... Come visit us. Lovely and interesting. Um, great to have you with us, Melvis. Thank you. See you next time. Him. Thank you. See you. See you very Bye. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, friends, what can help us? <laughs> what can help us speak to our friends about Jesus? Uh, as I was saying before, why don't you form just small groups, like uh, two or three people. Uh, make sure it's not just adults, adults and children together, because we want to share with each other, what is it that makes it difficult? What sort of opposition do you face? What circumstances make it hard for you to talk with other people about Jesus? And then the second question, are there ideas? Ideas of ways that you can be real when you talk with other people about Jesus. Remember, be real, uh, not religious. Now, for that second question, we're really keen to gather people's ideas and to see uh, what are the most uh, useful ideas that we have. So, uh, also on the screen, there's going to come up this QR code. If you click on that QR code, there's going to be a little uh, online space where you can enter in the ideas that you have. And when you enter in the ideas, you'll be able to see other people's ideas as well, and then you can upvote the ideas that you find really helpful, Okay. So take time to, to chat. Uh, we'll go back to those other two questions uh, so you can see that and we'll sort of bring the, the code back again at different times. Think about the first one, share your ideas to that second question in the app and then we'll, we'll read out some of our, our favourite ones as we upvote different ideas, okay? So I want you to do that for a few minutes with one another.
Thanks, everybody. There are some great ideas that are coming in. There are some great ideas coming in. Uh, please keep doing that, and we'll be able to share those uh, ideas with others later. But let me... These are, the, these are our, our top suggestions. Uh, listen more, talk less. Talk about church when you talk about your weekend. Uh, ask other people about their worldview. Uh, don't smack them between the ears. Uh, remember, we don't have to say the entire gospel every time. There's some great suggestions. Remember that all these suggestions come from the people around you. Let's look for those times that we might be able to share together, talk together, share this journey together, old and young, as we uh, seek to, how do we better live for Jesus and share Jesus, despite the opposition, taking hold of the opportunities, remembering the battery that makes it all happen.